It's going to be another nice, quick, and easy one-hour podcast. If it's a good conversation, <laughs> nice easy, it's going to roll. Yeah. Um, but you're emceeing, so like, yeah. keep it. Yeah, I'll keep it on track. Yeah. yeah, he's pretty good at keeping me on a leash. <laughs> <laughs> Daisy, no. <laughs> nope. Oh, shit. Jeez, I said her name. <laughs> oh, sorry. You awaken the uh, a disgusting. beast. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Average Overlanders podcast. This is episode four, and mm. uh, I'm Patrick. I'm Jared. And I'm Ben. So we were supposed to have a fourth man on this podcast, and we have all we have enough mics for five people now. Yeah, but uh, we're gonna just slowly ease into that. Um, but anyways, today is we have an uh, open chair. Yeah, we have we have an open <laughs> chair, and uh, we have set things up a little bit differently. Um, but yeah, it's just it's growing, just like us. This podcast is growing, and we're gonna have a though. great time. Yeah, Jared put in some work today while I was uh, at work. And, Working, yeah, <laughs> still. And uh, yeah, he set this up. It looks really, really nice. But I'll I'll post a picture on the Instagram. But um, you guys just ended up going to a, a local meetup. That's what we're going to be talking today. Yeah. We're talking about today is partially. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're going to segue into a bunch of different stuff as usual. But you guys went to uh, an event called Rigs and Brews down mm-hmm. in San Diego. Unfortunately, I couldn't go, um, but I wanted to. It looked like a lot of fun. Yeah, it was a blast. Surprisingly, a lot of big turnout. It was crazy. Uh, down at uh, with a Duckfoot uh, Brewery. Duckfoot Brewery. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Great place. They had a really good beer that I like. Coconut? I'm re- yeah, I'm just going to throw it out there right now. <laughs> Get that over with. <laughs> you won't stop talking about it? Well, not not only me, but uh, no, Jeff, Jeff, our buddy. Yeah. I have yet to try it. I, I have a can sitting in the fridge, but I'm special occasion for it. Coconut IPA. Mm. Delicious. It literally tastes like you're drinking like a. Uh, I don't know if you've ever had them. They have these little rolled coconut uh, flake, like crispy things. They're in like a green package. Anyways, uh, they're delicious. Mm. They taste like coconut. If you like coconut. Same as the beer. There you yeah. Go. If you're a coconut <laughs> fan, just try it. I haven't yeah. tried it yet, but the way that Jared's talking about it and the way that Ben's talking about it, I might just freaking sneak one of those out of the fridge. <laughs> well, hey, Patrick, I have yummy. one left. <laughs> I am willing to let it go at the low, low price. Mm. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Let so, the bidding begin, yeah. So they hosted it, or was it... How did that work? Because I, I saw the it's flyer. It's kind of like a... Tr- same idea as like the uh, Riggs and Coffee kind of idea, but this is at a brewery, and they kind of... I think they... I believe... This is the first one I went to, but I believe they kind of jump around to like different breweries, and they, you know, obviously a lot of these will have a large parking area for people to show up, and it was... I think we were in the overflow parking of the business. We were. Uh, you know, next to it, you know, industrial area, but like... Yeah, there are some some seriously cool rigs out there. <laughs> yeah, so so basically to answer your question, it was it was basically an industrial parking lot, gotcha. uh, where they have the brewery. Where a lot of breweries are. Yeah. Set. So there was a brewery there. Um, nice brewery, by the way. Duckfoot, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, legit. And what happened was, is we actually ended up parking. We got there early, so we had enough time to actually park in the main vendor area because uh, they were allowing some rigs in there. But uh, we took over the overflow because we had cornhole. Yep. We had our awnings out. Awnings, mm-hmm. you know, relaxing. we were trying to we were trying to flex a little bit. Yeah, you know? enjoy but, our uh, time. <laughs> Didn't want to get too caught up in the hustle and bustle of everything. We want to be able to relax a little bit. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But um, there were some really cool rigs out there, like Jared had mentioned. Um, mostly, what I saw was Jeeps. <laughs> I was going to say that earlier. It was a few Tundras. My daughter was walking around with me. I was like. She was trying to count all the uh, Toyotas, and she couldn't keep track. <laughs> There's too many. It's like, yeah. 
I, I would say between the Toyotas and Lexuses, yeah, Toyotas it was basically and, yeah. uh, Jeeps out there for the most part. But they were like that uh, that right hand drive uh, Land Cruiser, little two door. I, I didn't. Oh, I think it was pretty sick. There were some pretty cool legit rigs out there. So how many people do you think showed up? A couple hundred. Yeah, couple yeah. hundred. Yeah. Holy cow! Yeah, like throughout the day, and there would be people coming in and going, but like yeah, there's a lot of uh, a lot of vehicles out there. Yeah, it was, it was a it was a good turnout. Really That's good. awesome. It's not like food one trucks of those... are out there. You know, you know, it was a good time. They had a raffle. It was fun. Yeah, a lot of vendors. It was a good time. Yeah, they definitely brought the right people because mm. in San Diego, obviously, you have Trail Recon. Yeah, he was out there. He's yeah, got a big draw. Trail Recon was out there. There was quite a few people that actually follow me on Instagram on my Al Pastor that I actually saw on their stories yeah. that they were there oh wow. but i didn't know that you're they actually were there. able to meet yeah. people yeah yeah like seahawk taco he's from uh okay. you know seattle yeah. <laughs> yeah but he was out there because i saw his stories so yeah there's a lot of a lot of people out yeah. there yeah so That's we cool. were we were a little bummed that patrick couldn't join us yeah it sucked <laughs> man i had to work it was a it was, man dude. yeah sunday fun day is not so bills. fun for patrick <laughs> unfortunately yeah sunday is my monday so yeah. it is what it is and then monday is my hump day and then Tuesday's hump day part two or Friday. <laughs> Friday Junior. Yeah, Friday Junior. As a friend of ours. Yeah, Alex Salamone. Yeah, yeah. I gave a little plug there. Yeah, Bravery Consulting. Bravery yeah. Consulting. Yeah. There you go. But yeah, no, um, definitely Thursday is not known as Thursday. It's Friday Junior. Friday Junior. You're getting right. ready for that weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I wish I could have gone with you guys, but there's just my my weekend's different. Yeah. It, it affords me some the ability to do some recon for you guys and hold, no, hold it down. Always appreciate it. Yeah. We uh, can't be full-time uh, explorers, you know. So. Yeah, exactly. You guys do get to enjoy your, your Sundays with uh, with those with those meetups. And most people do meetups on Sunday. And for those of you guys who don't know, in the car club community or any like kind of vehicle-centric community, there's always a bunch of meetups. Yeah, um, which are fun. Yeah. I mean, so what everybody does is like it, it's usually posted on Facebook or Instagram or you know social media. Hey, usually, come come to this parking lot or this place, and we'll just show local each other. Local town usually, and usually you can find one like almost every weekend somewhere. Yeah. Well, that's actually how we met Patrick. Yeah, that, yeah, like, exactly. You, yeah, we mentioned in a previous uh, episode <laughs> or how we all got together. Episode yeah. one, yeah. Was yeah. it episode one? All right, yeah. all right. Yeah, and everybody just parks their rigs. Sometimes they they flex like you guys are doing, and other times oh, no. they just kind of <laughs> they kind of keep it a little. You kind of wander around and kind of like get some cool ideas from different other people have similar builds and you know how do you do that and yeah yeah, yeah. it it really isn't oh actually on Sunday I did go to a a car car meet it was over at a uh, I'm a cop in a in a big city in in this area it's like the biggest city would you say it's the biggest city in In, this area yeah in our little area yeah Yeah. our valley it it was it was a van life meetup dude like I saw him at the local like big park and I saw him and I was like that's a meetup right there. Yeah, so I, there's way I, too many. I brought, my, I brought my squad car through there all slow, and everyone's like, oh, Uh-oh. shoot. Everybody <laughs> thinks they're going to get a ticket. Yeah. And, so I'm like, and I told them, like, no, I'm big into overlanding. Like, I just want to, like, scatter. Is, this, is this a van life meetup? And they're like, yeah, you want to check out some rigs? And I was like, yeah, 100%. Really? Yeah. Oh, how cool. It was really neat. Um, they put a lot of money into those, into those vans. No, the like, van builds oh, are those. more than yeah. the overland builds these days. Yeah, because the, 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 the Sprinter van, the big ford van is like yeah. the base model that would be like your toyota yeah, tacoma your standard yeah. yeah and then they have the uh the mercedes uh what is it, the mercedes one mercedes oh. is sprinter so mercedes sprinter they have a four by four version it's very yeah. hard to get okay yeah that's the what's, the, what's the ford the, one ford is a transit yeah the big ford one transit. it's mm-hmm. it's the same like i thought the transits were only the small ones but mm. there's the big the big 
there's Four different trans- versions of the transit yeah um, so i didn't know that and yeah. i was like that's a big van like <laughs> yeah like that thing's huge it's like a mercedes but not it's got a ford yeah, battery dodge like. makes one of two what's a dodge one pro master pro master that's yeah. what it is so yeah. i'm I only, in the industry that's why i know yeah <laughs> I, I, I only saw those two i only saw the fords and the mercedes yeah, they're the most popular and yeah. it was crazy how they set up them they it, they're all similar but different like they all have a focus on something it was like hey these guys love surfing or they love mountain biking or they love yeah kayaking build and they it to would, your specific needs yeah yeah and that's what they did with theirs and of course all of them had hardwood floors and down down oh comforters and it's a modern <laughs> tiny and, house and, on wheels. yeah, yeah, yeah. amazing lighting and i told them like hey how much how much did your like rig start at and they're like well we got about 60 grand into the vehicle and then we have about 60 grand into accessories lighting and redoing things grand and uh, yeah, it's crazy. It's it was insane to talk a to him. Above my yeah. <laughs> so so I'm gonna do a little plug here. So my buddy Brandon, he actually works for a company called Owl oh, right. Off Road. That's right. They build Sprinter vans, custom Sprinter vans for adventure, and um, they actually had a meetup this past weekend out in Anza. There was about 30 rigs, mm. I want to say. I'm just guessing because I saw their Instagram a stories. a lot of them out there. But there was a bazillion like, of them, but they took them on trails. And so they can actually do some overlanding stuff, too. It's pretty cool. Yeah. They're, they all had, like, some sort of all-terrain tire on them. It was kind of silly to see them. But I was like, hey, man, I know just how functional a good tire can be at aired down or aired up or, air, you know, pressurized to the right uh, conditions for whatever the trail's like. And uh, I was like, dude, more power to you guys. Get out there and have a good time. Enjoy yeah, the respect. outdoors. I mean, they're getting out. I've, I've seen some surprisingly, when we were at the top of the uh, Idlewild trip, a yeah. couple of oh, sprinters yeah, yeah, came yeah. up there, right? I'm yep. like, mm-hmm. it was, at, they're capable. Yeah, at the it same campground, at that the same point. campsite that we were at, they were there. Yeah, they got all the way up to the top. Yeah, there were some areas where it was a little, little sketchy. Dicey. But, yeah, some snow, really. Some yeah. Snow. Well, that's was, where I'm going this weekend. right? Well, no, because there was snow on the ground, so it was there were some areas where it was sliding out in the washout areas and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. And, but they they came all the way up. Yeah. Took some pictures and left. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, but, you know, what's interesting is is that we were talking about going back to the uh, Rigs and Brews. I don't think I saw a there. single Sprinter van there. Mm, yeah. I wouldn't what, say we did. Yeah, no. I didn't. The only person who I saw that wasn't in a van, he had a uh, TRD off-road forerunner, and he said, yeah, I'm here because I want to look at, I want to pick Interested these guys' in, brains yeah. and figure out, hey, how do I want to build my 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 van? It's, it's a tempting. Yeah, there's there. We're, it's crazy how we're both vehicle centric, but there's no overlap between. Or well, there's not as much overlap in terms of the car the car community with mm-hmm. with van life and and overlanders. Even though we're doing the same things. Yeah. When I talk Similar, about but different. Yeah, when I talk about overlanders, I'm talking about like the Toyotas, the Lexuses, and the Land Rovers, Land Cruisers yeah, that, not that you guys saw it. Crawlers, were, yeah, not yeah. yeah. And certain Jeeps, yeah. 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 But yeah, it's just a different pace, and it's just a subset of the same thing of outdoor exploration and adventure. Yeah, getting out there and yeah. seeing new things, and yeah, the outdoors. Or going to parking lots and, and yeah, parking lots beer. and hanging out. And, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so with rigs and brews, would you guys go again? Yeah, absolutely. Are you guys going to go to the next one? Did you guys see who? What kind of uh, dealers were there? As oh, far vendors? as vendors, vendors yeah. yeah. There was, dealers. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm like, well, well, I know you're a different parking lot, you know, but hey, he's already trying to different things there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, go ahead, Jared. Yeah. Um, it went. It was from all walks. Uh, oh, I, I gotta say, one of my uh, one of my favorite, uh, I guess, vendor slash exhibit kind of idea was. Oh, I have their card. Uh, the old school campers. He took it from me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, but, but those were the. I think one of the coolest things out there. I mean, they were 
Yeah. That's Super vintage, be... retro, just, yeah. What was the name of? I can't remember. I I, I feel bad. I should plug them because they were very cool. Yeah, they were very cool. In fact, um, one of the girls that helps do the uh, custom builds, um, her name's Sasha. Mm. She was Australian. I want. I think she was Australian. <laughs> Either mm, that, or she was New Zealand, New Zealand or something. Yeah. Like that. It was somewhere down there. And I'm just guessing because of her accent. So, mm. um, anyways, uh, she was really nice, very knowledgeable about it, and. Um, she was talking about her and their group and they do these old school camper builds. And, uh, what was interesting is, is that they bought a bunch of old school and I'm probably butchering this, but it's probably like 1960s, 70s, 80s, mm-hmm. uh, Alaskan, um, camper shells. Cause yeah. they're kind of like, uh, the, I don't know if you I think she, I was talking to the same girl, I think, and she said like 68s or something like that. The yeah. one that they had there. Yeah. They're. Yeah, so she she was talking about all these different um, you know camper shells that are coming back into style, but they're like rebuilding, refurbishing, and also um, you know kind of basically just making them more modern, if you will, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, giving you a little more of the amenities that yeah you require. Like a- like a functioning propane, uh, Ben is a Ben spilled his drink. <laughs> you put him out. You try to be well, stealth about yeah. it. <laughs> Thanks, got Patrick. too excited. Call me out, Patrick. Basically, this uh, <clears throat> this mic boom is uh, falling over on me. I was oh, trying to yeah. catch it, and I had a drink in my hand. So there we are. Yeah. <laughs> now it looks like I peed my pants. Mm. Yeah, that's going to be for those on uh, not. <laughs> Thank God we're not live streaming right now. <laughs> we could. It's it's in the works. I have everything I need to live stream this, but in terms of setup and everything like that, uh, Ben, we're gonna do some live, uh, some technical well, difficulties right here. Yeah. What you want to do is we're gonna spin. Um, hey, spin the legs. Just pull that, swing it. Do what you gotta do. Yeah. So there you go. You good? You need to wipe off. Give me a refill while you're up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There you go. Here, what I'll do is I'll switch to Ben's mic, and then I'll talk on there while I fix it. <laughs> yeah. Good. <sighs> I would, A little bit of yeah, live technical there we difficulties. Go. Can you hear me still? Uh, well, not that I have, not yet. Not that I have head, headphones Yeah, but I'll try and uh, keep it interesting. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead and vamp. Vamp, yeah. Jared. Let's see how good so, you are. <laughs> yeah. No, there is amazing... Uh, a lot of vendors, there's all from... Uh, your typical is he had a uh, mountain hatch out there, um, as well as <laughs> well, mountain hatches oh. they're now Texas based, so yeah, I know they, they moved out smartly yeah. out of California, which was kind of a bummer because uh, yeah, I really they were wanted... local, they were right here in Lake Elsinore, yeah, Lake Elsinore, literally I, right yeah. down the 15 freeway. From they're us. great guys, so a I don't have a tailgate in my truck, I drive a old Land Rover Discovery, there's you know, swing outdoor. And I went down with Ben here. <clears throat> he was getting a uh, mountain hatch tailgate for his uh, Tacoma. And they were just cool. And homeboy hooked me up with a uh, cutting board. Here, have one of our cutting boards. It, yeah. And I, they're great guys. You know, we kind of hung out for a bit and talked for a while and uh, had a good time with these guys. And I don't blame them for moving out of California here. But uh, they'll do great in uh, Texas. Yeah, California's California's awesome because it, it a lot of small businesses start here, um, but it's they, hard. Yeah, it's hard to stay in here as a business, mm-hmm. as as like 
you see it all the time um, with small businesses, and they, they get big, which is great because there's a market here for small businesses, but, you know, the taxes and everything like that, that's for a different. We'll, we'll yeah, stay we away from that. We'll, but I'm glad we're Matt, not political yeah, on this yeah. podcast. Yeah, we're not, we're not going to keep it that way. We will keep it lighthearted. Thank yeah, you. but I'm glad that they made it out. I've, I've always wanted a <laughs> mountain hatch cutting board tailgate, mm-hmm. but they're just, they're a lot of money. Yeah, it's not cheap. But they're worth yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, I Are have they? one. I bought one. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, I no. So. I, it, have you depend- not seen the taco spreads? I've I was done just gonna it? say it's. I recommend, highly recommend it because I've eaten many a great meals off of your tailgate, <laughs> which I always sanitize. By the always, way, always, always. But yeah, it depends on how what kind of a style you set up. But they, you know, for the right individual, they're they're great. Yeah, yeah but for me, like. I just have a, a chopping board and like my tailgate is actually used like an actual tailgate. Like I fill up my, my, I like put well, bar oil on my chainsaw. I put a bunch of a nice, nice point on too. Like you even mentioned this to me when we were discussing one time, um, flat surfaces Yeah, when camping are a premium. Yeah. Flat surfaces <laughs> in camp are a premium. And that yeah. adds, you know, you're, you look at your typical tailgate, if you fold it down, there's a lot of uh, ridges and bumps throughout that thing. So yeah. having that nice, Smooth area, just for any purpose, whether it's food, like Ben would love to, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, or oiling up your chainsaw. Yeah, I mean, flat, <laughs> yeah, flat surface. Yeah, it Easy sucks how up. it yeah. sucks how every single tailgate but, on the on the planet is has those stupid ridges you think in it. Somebody, one of these. Yeah, dealer. Or, uh, Watch, Honda's going to do it. because the Honda, Honda Ridge Honda, line will Honda's, have a yeah, flat Honda, Wait Honda's a second, guys. Yeah. Wait a second. Honda. I'm going to plug some right here. Uh-oh. Hyundai just came out with the Santa Cruz. Okay? So it's a, compact, a it's a compact truck that is kind of like similar to a Ridge line, I guess you could say, but smaller mm-hmm. and a little bit, you know, versatile and has a lot of cool features to it, very much like the Ridge line. So, um I'd be interested to see how uh, those get incorporated into this world because I see we're going to get into trends here in a second. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And we're getting into trends here in a second, but basically it's kind of like a Subaru. Like the Subaru Brat or the Subaru Baja, if you remember what that is. Oh, the Baja was sick. With the back seats in them. Yeah. Oh, those are great. That was the so, brat. Yeah, the Subaru yeah, brat from the 80s. Uh-huh. Uh, okay, so Ben was kind of hinting at it. We're going to be going over trends. That's going to be the topic of this podcast now that we've, we're already 18 and a half minutes in. <laughs> yeah. We're going to be going over trends in the overland uh, industry just because when you get enough rigs together, like at an event like um, Rigs and Brews or during a local meetup, mm-hmm. you see you see trends happen and you see things come and go if you're in the industry long enough. And um it's just like any other like hobby. You see things come and go, and there's a lot of doubt when it comes to things that are different. And there's a lot of yeah. Everybody you know, has their own take on it and opinion, but it's, it's nice to appreciate other styles and how other people do you know their setups and stuff. Yeah, and we're. I'm just gonna preface this for uh, those of you guys listening: is there's a lot of people who get paid to influence people to buy certain products. So we're not paid by anyone. <laughs> yeah. to, I to, wish. To, yeah, do not to, have to worry about that here. Yeah, to <laughs> do or talk about any certain product or anything like yeah. that. Like everything that we say is 100% honest. And yeah. that's how it's going to be. Genuine trial and error. Yeah. And <laughs> even, like, even whenever you Just guys... Just our are, opinions. Yeah. But yeah. Whenever you guys do listen to this, um, we... Uh, we average overlanders here are, you know, if we do manage to, you know, get in or whatever, uh, and test products, we're going to be completely honest and we're going to pride ourselves on that because we know the value of our the value of money Mm -hmm. and the time and research that average guys spend. People work hard to afford these. And 
like there's the overland tax where you all have to pay it Ugh. but still if we can help you <laughs> make it not too long if we can help you make an informed decision out of, out of a single piece of gear whether it is just our opinion or something cheaper that you can go out on and go get um we're going to try to help you out on that because yeah. it sucks having to buy something that there's no good reviews on there's no there's no yeah just like you we go out and if every oh, time yeah. I buy something, I do my research on. I watch every YouTube video on it, yeah. and so and it, it's, same idea. It sucks being the guy who got who gets tricked into buying something that. Oh, I've wasted yeah, a lot of money on a lot that, of dumb stuff. Yeah, is not. It's either not good quality or it's it's not a good product because you know it mm-hmm. was mm-hmm. plugged by certain people. And, yeah, and it's just advertising. whether they like it or not. Yeah. And they on got that, it for free, so they're like, "Guess what? This is the best." No. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and you know, we, it, like we were mentioning, Mountain Hatch, Ben paid full price. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I all, paid full price, and then you got the free cutting board. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I went with him, and he. Got, yeah. yeah. So I mean, so, yeah, But to be honest with you, I mean, just like Patrick's saying, is is that like you know we've been through a lot of different iterations of our gear. Uh, I know personally myself, I've been through multiple sleeping arrangements. Absolutely. Um, cooking. I, you know, cooking <laughs> arrangements. I'm, I'm known as the guy who just keeps switching out his grills so uh, or cooking <laughs> apparatuses. So, yeah, no, I mean, this is all stuff. And, and I also have to say that, you know, yes, you know, we don't want to get people tricked into buying certain gear or whatever. But at the same time, we all have our own styles. To we each his own, absolutely, so, yeah. And your gear what, what evolves over you time. doesn't necessarily work for my setup. Exactly. And so, like, your daughter goes with you sometimes. Mine, you know, typically doesn't. So, yeah, I'll have I a roll, different setup. I roll solo, and I yeah, like Yeah, so you the, need different, yeah, and, gear as well. Mm-hmm. And I have to balance on the idea of, hey, I'm rolling solo, but if I want to roll with a second man or a guest or something like that, or if I have something for, I, I have to keep stuff for people who forget stuff. You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. that's the kind of the kind of way that I roll. Yeah, I always have come <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, redundancies, uh, redundancies yeah. at least for the important stuff yeah but you're going to spend a fortune on figuring out what works for you because hey you might listen to ben you might listen to jared and you might listen to me and you might try all three different things and you might say hey i know ben said this about this but i like the way that jared's setup works i like the way that you know um we all have our different style of camping and off-road and you know yeah some of us are in rooftop tents some of us are on the ground. Yeah. yeah. Some of us have been on rooftop tents and transitioned to the ground. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. I've I've done pretty much, you know, ground camping in a bivy. You know, I've done hammock camping. I hate hammock camping. Really? <laughs> hate I was oh, yeah, me to too. Get into hammock I've done camping. it. Not, I couldn't all night a hammock, but I think the idea of being able to pull up and just throw out my hammock and just. Yeah, hammocks are great, but I don't think they're a sleeping range. Yeah. Yeah. They're a great idea if you're in a place that never gets hot or cold. It's like perfect ambient temperature. You yeah. mean like Southern California? Oh. <laughs> Where sometimes, we might sometimes, happen to be. Yeah. Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so <clears throat> kind of getting into it. Yeah, we don't, everything that we do talk about, we either tested it and we, we're going to give you our, our honest. honest opinion mm-hmm. on it. Because, hey, guess what? We have no skin in the game uh, other than we want to make sure that you guys get the best information that you can get. Yeah, and if, if you know, we might have stumbled across something that like happens to be amazing that works for us, so we yeah. will let you know about it. Yeah, yeah, the Coleman 413G from 1979. <laughs> yeah. Is, um... uh, yeah, converted to propane instead of uh, liquid fuel. <laughs> it's outstanding. Yeah. It's heavy. But guess what? <laughs> hey, if your awning's about to blow away, you can use it as an anchor. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's true. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> All right, let's talk about trends. Yeah, trends. So, what did you guys see at Rigs and Brews? Rigs and Brews was a, a great eye opener for certain things, and I actually noticed um, a certain trend. trend and and Jared there. actually alluded to it, and he kind of stole it from me. I was going to say oh, things are kind of going retro. back to a little bit more retro. Mm-hmm. Okay, they they like the old looking, you know, look and feel of things. You old mentioned patina. the old rigs, yep, yeah. little patina. And one thing I want to mention, I'm going to again talk about Lucas. Mm-hmm. Um, one of his cooktops is actually a little bit more retro looking it's like an all-in-one it has a butane thing and it's well, look at super functional retro giant coleman no wow. i bought that because that's, <laughs> that's, OG. that's, retro. that's different yeah <laughs> okay Sorry. here's okay we'll we'll talk about retro mm. um stuff that was built in the 60s 70s and 80s and american even, steel even, even in the in the early 90s it just works better they don't make it like they yeah they to. don't make it like they used to it was like built for a person to be able to fix <laughs> yeah like, yeah. Not like, oh, it's not broke. I got to buy a new one. Yeah, exactly. No, back then, like, yeah, you could repair and work they on it. They weren't throwaway things from China. Oh, yeah. absolutely not. No, exactly. No. And, Meant and to last. Yeah, that's the difference between then and now. And something that I use as often as my stove, it mm. has to work. Rely on it, yeah. It has to. And I have to be able to fix it with very simple tools. And me being Home Depot, I have... <laughs> simple tools? What are you talking yeah, about? I have, I have, well, I have a drill. I have, you know, I have a saw. Um, I have extra metal. I have a, a pocket rivets. Metal. Yeah. So yeah, I, I no, I don't have rivets. I, you don't have a rivet gun? What? No, I don't. Oh have my a gosh, dude! You gotta That's have okay. A you can borrow gun. Jared's. Yeah. He's got, got like six. <laughs> he keeps buying them. That's my whole truck is held together by rivets. What are you talking about? Yeah. That zip ties and duct tape. <laughs> but yeah, but I I just a it works when I've had stoves with a bunch of safeties or all this like. I'm going to bash on Mr. Buddy. My my mm. Buddy Flex cooker is actually $119. It does not come with the the Buddy Flex heater. You buy them separately. What? Yeah. Ooh. So it's an accessory. And I bought that accessory at Sportsman's Warehouse in Utah. And As we were talking about to people, our mistakes that we've purchased. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we will let you know. When that Buddy heater worked or when that Buddy Flex cooker works, it works. It pumps out a ton mm. of heat. But guess what? It does. It works probably about thirty percent of the time, <laughs> and and it's in that thing working is contingent on the heater working, so you have to have your heater running, but not on. It's like a, a pilot light. Yeah, you have yeah. to have it in a pilot setting. Turn it to accessory mode. P- hook up your Buddy Flex cooker to that, and then you light your cooker, and both that heater has to be running. For your cooker to be working that sounds yeah it's like a lot of work too yeah. many steps yeah that's a lot of work yeah versus and nothing's not like small no it's not it's but but guess what bulky. it's it's made by when i was walking through sportsman's warehouse i was thinking oh man it's mr it's made by mr buddy the guys who make the heater so like <laughs> it's mr it, buddy it's it's got to be good oh man oh. well Sucks, hey dude i'm not like a giant i mean it's kind of the standard for heating your vehicle is the Mr. Buddy. Yeah. I'm not a giant fan of him. I have one, but... I bought one because they're great. I mean, you yeah. can throw them on your tailgate and keep warm while you're cooking no, something yeah. if it's like, cold outside. We were working on the truck and we threw it in the back of the exactly. truck while we were working just and, to stay warm. But. And they've been in the game for oh, so long. Yeah, that's why I'm, it's they a have, standard. They have no so competition, well too. Yeah. So until competition comes and... and, Ooh, and write that down. And drive... Yeah, business. <laughs> and drives that market. They're gonna just. They're just gonna rock well, it. Well, the uh, I had the fun experience of jumping on. Speaking of trends, this winter the trend was diesel heaters. Yes. Oh my god. Let's hear it. Speaking oh, of heaters, I, and I trends. fell into that hole 
and five hundred dollar hole, right? No, no, I went the low end route. I went the uh, you know eBay special Chinese diesel heater, and I tried. I was the guy. You know what? I'll just build my own. And well, yeah, I had some needless cold. to I had, say, I had, you were I had cold. A, I had a cold night <laughs> relying Ooh. on that diesel heater, but the concept is amazing. Um, a hundred percent safer than the diesel, the buddy heaters. Yeah. You don't have the tip over factor, which I know they have the shut off. I don't blank, trust it. I don't trust it. If a blank, I, I use mine. I turn it on when I first get in just to warm up the tent. I have it on a cookie sheet just in case it tips over, it falls onto that. But if in the middle of the night, a blanket goes flying up and lands on it, I don't trust it. Yeah. Um, ventilation, it produces CO2 because it's burning propane. Carbon monoxide. Or I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. So you have to make sure you're vented, but still it's a little sketchy. And, and then you get your condensation inside your tent. Sucks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially on cold nights because then it freezes. I've been inside a, a frozen shell of a, inside of my tent just because it's so cold. But so the diesel heaters will pump in just dry hot, hot air. air yeah and, and that was the fuels outside you know you don't have the combustion outside yeah. yeah everything's you know isolated outside of your tent which is a great great idea you have to have diesel it's a larger setup um extra fuel because obviously you're running off gasoline yeah, if you're not diesel yeah, truck. unless you're a diesel truck which would be great but yeah yeah well i mean going back to trends i mean that's definitely more of a winter trend so, you know, I think we're coming out of the winter right now. So I think we can, you know, rest a little bit easier. No, without I, can, the... I, I can guarantee you as the summer comes, there's going to be some diesel cooler. I was just going to say, no, air conditioning. Tr- you know, yeah. this summer, the uh, the AC portable units are going to be coming yeah, out. Yeah, some of sort of swamp work. cooler or something yeah. like that. Oh, yeah. But yeah, there's just, oh my, there's climate pro- control. Yeah, mm. there's just so many products out there that we've tried and, they just, some of them work outstanding and some of them are just okay. Like mm-hmm. there's a reason why everybody runs Mr. Buddy heaters is because they're simple. good. They're good enough and they're simple. They're relatively cheap. Yeah, reliable. Yeah. yeah. You can get fuel anywhere. Like they just run on those little green propane or tanks. Or if you do run the larger, like five gallon propane, propane tanks or the even adapter. the larger. There's an adapter. Adapter yeah. for it. And you can run that. Yeah. 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 So yeah, I mean, trends, I see a lot of going back to the retro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, um, you know, even on the awnings, so there's this one like booth, I guess you could say we oh, went, yeah, we stopped yeah. by, you know, everybody's doing these awnings that go straight out and they have the poles and they're, they're great. They're I mean, great. I have one, Patrick has one, Jared now has I one. Do have one. Um, <laughs> but the thing is, is that, you know, they're just a big rectangle or square mm-hmm. and they have those, those two seventies and everything. Those style. are just huge. They're huge they're and expensive. Huge. Oh my God. But. Yeah, they're amazing. But you know, there was this one group <laughs> that was actually making like more of like military grade canvas. That's mm. very modular and they're relying on old poles that stick up, but they have these clips that clip into each other and you can make it either come straight back to the side, make a little dome. Yeah, set up powered. It was very cool. Yeah. And the coolest part about it actually was, is the fact that you could, um, it was like a mylar, I guess, like interior. So it kept it cooler, like tw- up to 25 degrees mm. cooler underneath it, where a lot of other awnings will just kind of trap the you heat. You just got that fabric. You remember the name that. of this company? <clears throat> yeah. Uh, we have, well, we grabbed yeah. like yeah. cards and we stickers had cards from, from everybody. everybody. <laughs> but it was, yeah. it was actually. Off the top of my head, I, I can't remember. It was a, it. a tactical company. And I remember yeah, they were up in the valley. So Simi Valley, mm. I believe it was. It was like FKP or FPK or something like that. So mm. um, it was really cool. We'll, we'll definitely have to plug them on the Instagram or yeah. something like that yeah, later. Yeah, we'll figure it out. 
We don't have our fact checker on the no, on the Google yeah. here on the And I wasn't there or else I would have remembered it. Yeah. Oh, geez, Patrick's <laughs> um, perfect. Yeah. I'm, I I try every day to be as perfect as possible. At the duck food brewery. <laughs> you didn't have the trying to remember IPA. all this. Okay, the coconut, uh, yeah. Um yeah. but yeah, no, I like the idea of so it's not like not a system that's like mounted like the on the side of your vehicle. You have to have this huge, you know, yeah. apparatus up there. It literally packed down to, I would say, like... A duffel bag. A small duffel bag, maybe like one foot long by eight inches wide. And it was like, yeah, like a small... Smaller mm-hmm. than a sleeping bag. It was tiny. Sounds like something I'd buy. Yeah. It was really cool. And, and honestly, you could just throw it behind your back seat and you have it there. And if you need it, you could set it up. And it was... Yeah, you could you can even set it up as walls. So if you want to have an enclosure, like an annex-style room... Was it expensive? No, was that's it? what I was just about to get there to. You go, get to the price So... Point. The price point on this one for the the natural setup, and it could have been basically a two seventy awning in, in similar shade, two hundred fifty bucks. Yeah. Wow! Right? There, that's what we need is somebody who to You'll pay undercut just that. for those six by six awnings that come off the side, like we yeah. have two hundred bucks. Two hundred bucks. Yeah, that's you how know, much mine costs. Six a two seventy or a thousand dollars. I mean, yeah, two seventy cool is crazy money. Little, and little more difficult setup because obviously like, a lot of these expensive two seventies like um, they just swing out. With a GX this weekend, just whoosh. oh Herb, Herb, yeah. yeah, he had a brand new Alu Cab one. Oh, that thing was sweet, man. He just like literally within like twenty seconds, I think. Yeah, it was it's set freestanding, up and done. And freestanding, just, yeah, yeah they were amazing. And pull it, but it's constantly on his rig. It's Lots really big and bulky. Yep. It is very expensive, stupid expensive, and that's why this is really cool because it packs down. It's cheap. It was a great it's modular. Great it was great. So uh, we're going to have to definitely... I have the we card We're obviously home. not sponsored or paid by anybody because we can't remember anybody's name to plug yeah. them. So we're no, obviously it, no. horrible. It's like the are. same stuff that interests no. us. No, would interest yeah, our, we're just our being listeners. honest. Yeah. We thought it was cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but for everybody, everybody who's interested in buying an awning or shade setup like that, uh, we will be posting on the Instagram because I do have the information. I just need to... Yeah, no, I have it somewhere. Yeah, it's in the pile of cards and swag. Yeah, some of the things that you don't realize you really need... Uh, until you actually overland a lot or get out there a lot is shade and flat space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Well, yeah. that's definitely a trend. Not even like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I would say like <laughs> awning for me, um, everybody says they're, you know, all those things are useless. Um, however you ever use it, but a couple of times you do use it, it's kind of dope to have. Um, and it's not always in the heat of the summer, which we've have had used and it's been nice, but like, when it's raining and I'm trying to cook something, if I can get like a little six by six square of, you know, shelter from rain for a minute, because I don't have a, you know, a, um, like a shell that pops up or anything like that. I have a swing outdoor. So if I can get a little bit of shade, that's great. Yeah. Or in the snow, yeah. when it was snowing, I'm like sitting there, I'm like, I wish I could have a dry spot to sit in. Yeah. It would be great right <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, that's not the inside of your tent. No. Yeah, yeah. So I got to crawl in my tent to get some shelter. I, you know, I can't sit outside and enjoy a fire, but if I had an awning, and I don't deploy it every time, but if I can, it's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Just have that option. Yeah, definitely. So another trend mm-hmm. that I saw mm-hmm. was, and we've already kind of talked about this a little bit, there's a lot of people that have the rooftop tents, but I see a lot of people going to the ground now. And there's a couple different products. We already talked about one, which is the Mountain Hatch Swag Tent. I think maybe the cutting board we talked about. But Mountain Hatch also has a a Swag Tent, which basically is, for if you don't know, start out in the Australian Outback. It's like a very durable canvas uh, material that's a real small tent that's very, you know, small on the ground. But 
it has a rolled up um, mattress, mattress pad. Yeah. So it's very much like a rooftop tent. It's supposed to, what Mountain Hatch claims it's is, is it's, like, thick it's a complement to a rooftop tent if you have extra family members or somebody coming with you. Mm. Rolls up pretty small. Um, I have the bring a buddy. I don't think it rolls. I would up just very say it's small. not no, very small. No, no, no. The, 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 the single man does. The, Which the bring one do you a, have? The I bring have a bring buddy. A buddy. No, I think it's pretty I large. Would, I, I don't think okay. I've seen the single, but we'll we'll let Ben continue and yes. I'll give my counter argument. <laughs> so, anyways, <laughs> relatively small. If you think about a mattress being rolled up for a queen size, you know, okay. it's it's basically the 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 size of it. But mm-hmm. um, I did sleep in mine quite a bit. It's very comfortable. It is. Um, it basically is like a little cave because even you in love the that summer, thing. I, I swear, I like, love it. I've been camping with you probably at least eight or ten times when you're in that, and every time you're like, I love this thing. Every time you crawl out of that cave of, uh, I get a great night's rest because mm-hmm. you know I, I wake up when I start hearing decent other mattress. people. It's a decent mattress. It's dark in there, even in the direct sunlight. Yeah. So counter argument, Patrick. Let's okay, go. so my counter argument is that thing is not small for, <laughs> for a two man. When when uh, packed up, yeah, when packed up, it is. I would say it's about the size. If you everybody knows what the size of an easy up is, you put two easy double, ups, yeah, yeah two that. P, two easy ups side by side, and you bag that. That's how big that thing is. But it weighs less than thirty five pounds. But it's huge. Takes up. A lot of, uh, but I drive a truck. Yeah, yeah but but still, like my my rooftop tent, it might be gigantic. Patrick drives a truck. Yeah, same taco as you. Yeah. but Patrick's got zero room. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. I hear your counter argument. I understand yeah, okay. it, but you I have also a, have a I have rooftop an, tent. I have an additional. I have an additional counter argument. If I'm sleeping <laughs> on the ground, which you are with the buddy mm-hmm. swag, you still have to have a ground cover. You still have to stake it. You still have to do X, Y, and Z. You're still going to get no. dust and dirt and snow no. and like. Uh. I will back him a little bit on that because a, you don't have to stake it. You should. You should it's stake optimal, it. But you don't have to, and it's totally weatherproof in there, right? Yeah. But still, you don't have to I worry have... about the dust and the rain and all that stuff. It's as much like you know how much dust and rain and stuff I get in my rooftop tent. I don't keep, I don't keeps me warmer because a rooftop tent is literally a basic nylon tent with the material. Okay, but if I'm ground camping, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with I have my my setup. I have I have size constraints. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So there's only so much room in my truck bed because I have a five oh. five foot five yeah. bed. Um, and that buddy swag is gigantic, dude. Stick out the back. I would I rather have a five and a half foot bed as well. Yeah, and it takes up a ton of space. And and you have a cab though. You have I your little have your, your shell, um, but it just takes up a ton of space. You could and I would rather take your I would, rooftop tent off, put his swag up on top of your bars. It'd be roof, super your, swag. your bed rack, and you still have room for extra stuff. Yeah, but the thing is, you wouldn't be able to set a, that swag up on top of my rooftop. It takes bars. up a smaller. Ro- a footprint in your vehicle than your rooftop tent. Now, like, don't I'm, I'm a rooftop tent guy myself. Yeah. So that like I couldn't fit that into my disco. It would never happen. But you know, what you okay. could fit inside a disco. But I could put it on my roof. You <laughs> shit pod. My... No, you could you could fit. It. Oh yeah, mm, shit pod. Shit that's, pod that's, that's another that's trend. The next oh one. my god, that's the trend. That's, a, that's the trend right there. But I'd rather take a a a good quality Four Seasons backpacking tent uh, and a sleeping pad but you got and a good oh, bag. Okay. Because okay, guess what? It's more it's more versatile for one. A sleeping. Mm. It's more versatile. Think about it. Think about it situationally. If if you're setup time, probably the same. Okay. Because I've seen I've seen Ben set up 
<laughs> well, that's, that's not a good game. You cannot no, judge no, it on that. No, no, no. no okay. No. okay, all right. Okay, let me, okay, let me, okay, let me so just yeah, tell you yeah, something yeah. real quick, okay? <laughs> Everyone who's listening, this is Ben here. Uh-huh. I'm extremely slow at setting it up and taking it down, so you really can't listen just to that general. part of it. Okay, but the thing is, if you set it up and you take it down as many times as Ben has, like, you you said eight times, right? At least that's yeah. I've been with him. It, at least eight times. You should have something, some sort of setup. Way more down. than that. Yeah. Cause I have... It's not a matter of setup, like skill set. It's just a matter of motivation. <laughs> yeah, that's for Ben at least. Yeah, but yeah, like I've seen him like let's go and we knock it out. And he when <laughs> we when he has to move, I've seen him knock that thing how, down. How much quick. is that Mountain Hatch Buddy swag? Okay, yeah, so there's two how versions. Much, how much there's is a it? Solo and then and then Bring a mm-hmm. Buddy. I have the Bring a Buddy, which is larger. It's four eighty nine plus tax. Four hundred eighty nine dollars. But, but much, well, I don't want to ask how much. Better quality material than a rooftop tent, which is nylon. Yeah. How okay. much? The, it has a mattress built into it. It does. So that's nice. Mm-hmm. It comes with a bag that you put everything in, which is the same material as the bag, so it's super so, durable. So how much was yours? Your set four eighty nine plus tax. What does your tent retail for? My my. Mount. I'm not comparing it to my rooftop tent. Okay, I'm, okay. Com- CVT? I'm comparing it to a ground tent because mm. they're they're two totally different <clears throat> things. Like if I'm sleeping on the ground, I'm sleeping on the ground. What about wind factor when you're in the wind, Ben? With your I didn't even notice it. How about when you're in a, your uh, ground tent when you, you slept with flap. your cousin? The other yeah, day, well, your buddy it, there yeah, it does flap because guess what? It's it's super lightweight. It yeah. packs down to two pounds. Like all no, of I'm my, not. A, I'm yeah. not a big fan of the the pack away size of yeah. the swag. That, Me either. That's but... my biggest downside for it. Otherwise, like when it's set up and I would love to sleep that thing looks yeah, it is, is a little cocoon. Yeah. yeah you gotta figure we're, we're out calling, you're we're gonna bury you in that thing because it's just like that's a coffin. What says, yeah. <laughs> but my big thing is like I might roll solo all the time, but I have enough gear to where I could not afford to have something that big. You know, what no, I mean? it would never fit and, on your truck unless you got rid of your It's tent. so specific in its use. Where you know, if I'm sleeping on the ground, like I said, like, and it's something that I have the idea. Oh, it's it's portable. You know what I mean? I would want it to be as portable as possible, but still be act as a shelter. Like we mm-hmm. live in SoCal. Like, yeah. So I actually have the solution to the problem. Ooh. So my big problem was set up and takedown time. Yep. Okay. We want it to still be comfortable and retain heat and be very durable material. And then what you're mentioning is, is having a smaller pack down size. Yep. Guess what that solution is? Yeah, it's called Ben's, Shift Ben's, Pod is, Mini, and he, I've got it. He's, he's, <laughs> he's, trying, so, he's trying to sell me on it, but so has every other Instagrammer and yeah. YouTuber in the last two years. If you look at a okay. for, for those <laughs> Instagram posters... Okay, for those of you who don't know what a shift pod mini is, it's literally that tent that looks like it's from Mars. It's the big silver. Yeah. No, moon it's what landing. you bring to Mars. Thank mm-hmm. you, Elon Musk. He's going to take me there in a shift pod. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's it's that. It looks like. I mean, I'm I'm sure a bunch of movies have used them as props for like. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, this is our medical thing because it's got a bunch of exit signs right. on it. Like you need to know where a freaking exit is in the tent. <laughs> they do have their signs, dude. Off. If you need to get out because your Mister Buddy Heater fell over and you're about to die, you need to get out. Yes, yeah? so you need that. You need the exit. Okay. But okay, I'll tell you what. My big thing with Shift Pod is, like, I love them. Come on, hater, try to find something wrong with them. <laughs> okay. Oh wait, other than don't say the price. That- yeah. Doesn't count. Oh no 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 no! I got you got on sale for three ninety nine. but what do they usually general, go for? Seven ninety nine was retail, and they're sold out everywhere. But yeah, 
$799. I wouldn't pay that for it, yeah. but I'd pay $399. Yeah, I would <laughs> yeah. pay the same amount that I paid for my rooftop tent and my roof rack. All, I would do that a million times over because mm-hmm. I got it for a steal. But yeah, you can't this is just a, a snapshot yeah. in our you know in our lens, and you guys might be looking up shift, shift pods right now when you're, mm-hmm. you're doing this, and you, you're like, what the heck are they talking about? You can't find a shift pod for $400. Not anymore. That I got would. the last one. Like literally, I reloaded the page and it says they're sold out. Yep. It's yeah. Like that. Yeah. Search for those deals, people. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I love the idea. You would, you would have to. You have to do a lot of work to convince me to 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 go to a shift pod. Patrick even, is set in his ways, especially even, with his cooktop. No, I've I've done it all. I've done. I've done bivy camping. Pod? I've done. No, I haven't done a shift <laughs> pod. That, that counts as the same as like a two man slash. Uh, no, because like the setup time on those things is amazing. It's like a minute. Insulated. I mean, they're yeah, super roomy. You could like the uh, the standard the the standard one. You yeah, can stand up on too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's for the amount of room you get and the takedown time, and they're fairly compact. It's a, I mean, like. Yeah. James bought the standard one, and it that basically packs awesome. up into like the huge. size of an easy. Yeah. If you have like a a family that you need to bring out, like if you're, you know, husband and wife, a couple of kids, even your dog, which is great, because I have a stupid eighty pound lab that I got to drag up into <laughs> a rooftop tent. She's, that's Daisy the dog he's talking about. She's real dumb, but she's a lovely dog. She's an amazing dog. She's a lover, but she she's weighs done. eighty pounds, yeah. and hard to get into a rooftop. Getting tent. her into a rooftop tent is not the funnest thing in the world. I okay. got it gotta be honest yeah well i'll have to see the shift pod and maybe it'll maybe seeing it in person and seeing the setup seeing the change in you as a camper Mm. as an overlander might uh might convince me otherwise but there's just been so much uh, so many instagrammers and youtubers who like literally got it for free and they pumped it oh yeah they pumped it it's a trendy thing yeah and like we actually researched it me and ben um we looked into it, like trying to figure out the origin of it, essentially, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. we traced it back to ice, ice fishing. Hole. Yeah, ice hole fishing. And yeah. there are these insulated tents. They're the exact same shape, everything. You know, and they're they'll come in instead of that cool Instagram silver. They come in like you know, obviously bright colors. Reds well, the biggest and all that. difference between but that the floor, like you said, yeah, it's a zip-in floor. floor. Yeah. So basically, it is like an ice fishing house that's portable that you pop open. And Super you can and unzip the floor to make yeah. that an ice fishing house, but it has that zip in floor, which makes it a, a shift pod. Shift pod is because a pod is fully enclosed. But mm-hmm. yeah, there, and I don't, I think we even started going down that rabbit hole much, looking to buy just yeah. the, yeah. uh, that's the first like, well, thing we, that clicks into my mind. They were buy a tarp for the bottom and bulb. No, we, no. we went down all the, like, they're considerably cheaper. And like, like 180 bucks versus 799. Wow. That's a $500 problem I can solve I can, real fast. Yeah, I could figure out a way to make a floor for that. It's thing. called I, Gorilla Tape <laughs> and a fucking tarp. You could figure out a way to even like seam a, a zipper all the way around the bottom and cut your own fabric out for the bottom and yeah. make it work. Overlander for budget another $100. And then you have all the haters on Instagram well, saying, oh, are you ice fishing? We'll add Alps? that to our, uh, our uh, <laughs> project list but of builds, but... We okay. gotta do some videos. I, that would almost be some... that would almost be a kind of a cool thing because you would have the only one that wouldn't be this yeah, big silver bright, yeah. yeah ball out there in the middle of nowhere. You know what you could do you can always get that uh, camo netting and throw it over the top of it. I want to get that camo netting from you. That oh, I want to take uh, that. Can I take that? Radar to, reflective. Yeah. Can I yeah. take that camping this week? When weekend? we used to go out, yeah, I don't care. 
Yeah, we when used to go to DH. DH. Yeah, we'd set that up all over the East. Oh, that thing was awesome. Okay, speaking Anyways. of that, <laughs> military stuff works to an yep, extent. To an extent. And, oh. and wait, wait, wait. I got to, yeah. When they, people say it's military grade. That's just a marketing ploy. It's a marketing ploy, and 90% of the time it's probably garbage because it's military grade. Yeah. So the way the military works is they buy the the best thing for the job at the cheapest bidder, yeah. and so. they buy it in volume. Mm-hmm. But it has that cool factor, and that's what drives up the price in the in the in yeah. when it goes to the public. However, there are still companies who use the same materials, the same design, stuff like that, and that's yeah, what we want to look for. All that yeah. kind of stuff is like, you know, there's some good qualities came out of it. But. Yeah, but in, in general, uh, you know, if you... It'll work good mm. enough. Like my... Uh, <laughs> good enough. <laughs> yeah. Like Nemo, they did a lot of stuff for, for the military. The same people who made my ground tent. Um, they did a lot of material science and stuff like that for... Okay. And they put in a lot of bids for, hey, this could be the next military tent or, you know, the next one for the Marine Corps or the, the Army. And they did a bunch of different special colors and stuff like that. But um, it's... There is a trend... Well, with the whole retro thing, I can see... It going back to military, military grade, military grade or military style mm-hmm. type stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just like because, that awning I was talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those were tactical gear yeah, guys. A lot yeah, of tactical people, gear guys. A lot of people yeah. leaned into that big time for a bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everything had to be tactical. Probably about yeah. eight years ago is when it got really, really big. Yeah. yeah but I before agree. I forget, um, you said the trend that you guys saw was rooftop tents at down to ground. Yeah, down, yeah. And rooftop tents are, you know, there's a reason why a lot of people use them is because they're good enough. But the thing is, they're getting so expensive, it's driving people away from them. And they're all they've, relatively the same. They've gone, they've dropped a bit in price. There was the, I think during the whole heightened of like, you know, COVID and stuff, everybody had to buy one. And obviously, because shipping was really screwed up at the time. So there's limited supply. So they're all made in China, basically, anyways. Well, yeah. So everything <laughs> was getting shipped in. But because of COVID, everything was like, you know, you know, harder to get things through shipping and stuff like that. Um, so prices got, you could ask anything you wanted to. Like I recently this week was selling my rooftop tent. I bought a new one and, you know, trying to sell my old one. And before like people would swoop up anything you at any price, people would buy yeah. any kind of rooftop tent you could find. Any you know? camping outdoor it's, it's, gear, like kayaks, even like everything went yeah. over the moon it's during COVID. It's starting to drop back down. So if you're patient enough, you can you know find a deal on stuff. So, but yeah, there is definitely the tax still exists. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, that that brings up a good point: is you bought something new and you know you're selling your old stuff, and of course at all times besides now during covid that would reign true like you can find you if you get hooked up with an overland uh overland group it, there's going to be every, every every little every person in that group has t- probably a a garage full of stuff that they've tried <laughs> and doesn't work oh, yeah. or they've tried and <laughs> they don't garage. like for x yeah, y and z reasons <laughs> yeah and my entire truck bed mm. you know what i mean all my my <laughs> front runner bins that have just extra stuff in them um but yeah you can you can you know if you get in with a good group they will more than happily sell you stuff at a discount or even like dan gave me a bunch of stuff like he was like hey dude i have these this awning these set of awning switched, brackets. people are always switching their gear around it i mean i don't care who you are but like like Jeff, how many times has he changed up his setup? Oh, he's had like three different rooftop tents, and then now he's in a shift pod. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So there's always there's the deals on something. Yeah. yeah. So uh, 
I don't know. Do you have any more thoughts on that before we get into the next trend? Yeah. So uh, Ben ended up getting Jeff's old awning. Did did Jeff buy a new awning, or is he going mm. awningless? No, he's awningless. You know what he said to me? He what? goes, "I'm going to sell just... to you and then use your awning." <laughs> is that what he's... <laughs> yeah, genius. He's yeah. like, "I'll just use yours for shade." Yeah. So, so I was like, "God, he's smarter than me." Ben he's got going Jeff's lightweight because he's stripping everything off his. Drive. Yeah, he realized he, he's. He trying... likes to go fast. Oh, though. okay. He speaking of buying and selling stuff, he hit me up the other day and he said, "Hey, dude, are you interested in buying my King's rear shocks? Because mm. he's going to do uh, he's going to do a different King setup." Yeah, he's, probably, he's I think he's leaning more to the long travel he's like liking as soon as he stripped all the tent off everything like he couldn't stop talking about like my truck drives so much better now (laughs) (laughs) he's like (laughs) well you know that's kind of funny because that's gonna get into my next segue into the new trend just hit it you ready to hit it it. yeah okay so you were talking about he's gonna do a different king setup in the rear and all this other stuff because you mentioned he likes to go fast which he does Mm -hmm. Uh Mm -hmm. here's the deal baja landing that's like that oh new trend that God. people are talking oh, about. They're building go fast rigs that they also camp in. Overlanding is too much money to begin the, with. They what? want to go into Baja Land. So now, now, who just made like the super light uh, wedge type? Uh, I can't remember the name of the company now. Dang it! Oh, but they made like a super light for you know, so it's meant for more yeah uh, Baja design, pre-running style race, you know, and still be the overland. And I'll tell you exactly why they're doing this. At least from my perspective, okay? So when you're overlanding, um, you know, you're going long distances on off-road trails. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of times you want to get to destinations and you have to go a little bit faster. And the suspension setups that they have in cars right now, or sorry, trucks and rigs, you know, with as much weight as we have on them, they, you know, it's not as comfortable. You're feeling a lot of bumps. Well, well, then you have these Baja setups that have these reservoir shocks and they're going fast. They don't work the same though. It's, it's it's different style. So overlanding, mm-hmm. in the the essence that it is, is like Patrick's truck, for example, and even my truck, for example, is like there's a ton of stuff on there. Mm-hmm. You know, rooftop tents, kitchens, all this stuff that we got to pack on there. We have so much weight. Could we go for extended periods of time? Yeah. So we have to bring a ton of stuff. We have to bring Home Depot. Um, <clears throat> so the suspension setups are going to be different. Then, totally. You know, your go fast, like you can get away with reservoir shocks and all the, all that stuff, but you need the extra heavy duty springs and the, the leaf springs are even better for well, yeah, overlanding because you can just carry weight at slower speed. Yeah, it was more of the rock crawlers, which are going ultra slow. Yeah. And then you have the other, like other end of the a spectrum. A blend of the, yeah. It's, it's almost like the perfect blend between a rock crawler. And then you, you know, you have that capability of like going over obstacles or whatever, but you also can go fast mm-hmm. and overlanding is kind of in the middle. And I feel like this pendulum is swinging. It wasn't the whole rock crawling industry. Now it's swinging over more to the, I like to camp, but I like to go fast off road. Yeah. So That's I think it's really cool. I kind of went the opposite. I came from like, I like to go fast <laughs> and camp because I'm out there to now I'm going a little bit slower. I need a more... I don't want to say junk, but I need more stuff on my vehicle. So <laughs> more amenities. Yeah. So right? I go from the uh, you know bypass shocks and all that silly stuff to yeah. just yeah heavy duty. I love the idea of of you know going fast and going camping at the end of it, but I just don't like what it would do to my wallet. And yeah. just thinking, just thinking of it, like your suspension would have to be so good for all that weight that you're carrying and your setup in terms of how you make good blend in in terms of how you manage all of your equipment that's on there. 
to keep everything from just shaking loose and you know getting scattered everywhere like, mm-hmm. like i'm thinking of just like my tool my tool bins like oh my gosh dude shuffling all that crap around or how do you secure your front runner bins or you know any camping bins that you have and uh, yeah your suspension is going to try to soak up a lot of that but you know there's some stuff that's just kind of you know, unavoidable when you're going that fast over that kind of terrain. No, I totally agree. Yeah, I totally agree. But that's why people are going well, lighter. They're yeah, doing they're, better they're suspension setups. A lot of the stuff they don't yeah. need mm-hmm. and well, I mean, slimming it, it down, getting a diet on their truck, and uh, yeah, talking about rig setup changes, mm-hmm. and we're going to this more Baja landing style. You know, we were just talking about it before the podcast. People with trailers. So mm-hmm. rigs and brews used to be, you know, if I were to imagine it, in the past couple of years, it would have been full of people with their trailers with these huge cooking setups and mm-hmm. everything else. Patriot campers. Patriot campers. And those are still cool. They have their Great. place. But the difference is, is people are like, you know what? I'm only going for a weekend. Do I really need all of this? And those those trailers are not cheap. They're not. And they're hard well, to do over obstacles and everything because you're towing so much more weight. That's one of the nice ideas behind them is that, like, you can just leave all your stuff in that trailer mm-hmm. and just leave it in the garage and your vehicle, your main you know, tow vehicle can be one of those go fast as yeah. long as you know, tow, obviously, but you can get to your spot, drop it. You don't have to have your kitchen and your living quarters or whatever, you know, your tent and such into on that vehicle. And then it's free to do as it pleases. But then you're leaving out a, uh, 30 to 60, I don't even know. I don't know. Oh, no. yeah. can get up to like, 60 grand. Easy just for those. chilling in the middle of the forest. And who's going to say, yeah, you know, I'm not too thanks. worried about that as yeah. much, but oh, yard sale. It, yeah, It's a big investment for a base camp. <laughs> it really is. So, I mean, uh, there's a as, lot of build your own, but I've seen even those build your own can, you know, you start getting into like, you know, 10 grand still as you there's build still, it. I mean, there's companies that like, like turtle back and Patriot campers and all yeah. they can make great products. But the thing is, <laughs> is that nice, but if you're trying to go fast, that's not really the setup. That's when you just throw in a shift pod mini or something like yeah, that. It's yeah. super lightweight, so small, compact, and go fast. Mm-hmm. The average guy can't aff- afford a oh, rig yeah, like no, that. No, not exactly. Exactly. We're average like... overlanders. Yeah. yeah, that's why we don't have to. Yeah. I wouldn't mind. I like, I, I went into that for a minute. And I'm like, that's a great idea. Because then, like, a lot of times we'll get into a camp and it'll be, you know, fairly late or whatever, even if we get in the middle of the day. But then you set up your camp, you're not going anywhere. Somebody yeah, wants yeah. to go to a trail, go explore a little more. Well, we can't do that because we are got to break everything down, put it back, you know. That's why you do it during the day and then you set up camp. Or you just bring a little ground <laughs> ground tent with yeah. you and throw it on the ground real quick and claim your spot and take off. But mm-hmm. It's not unheard of. Oh, uh, yeah. Done it, yeah. but yeah. So other trends, guys. Oh, man. A trend that I'll never get rid of is uh, the jet boil. Yeah? Yeah. That Why was, is that? That was, a big, that was a big trend back in... They were high... I mean, they, they were, were not cheap either. They weren't. They're still not cheap. What am I talking about? They but they're, yeah, they're pricey, but they're, there's a lot of, because uh, you want to keep your vehicle light and such yeah. like that. So people pull a lot from the backpacking community. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, I came, I came from backpacking originally before I got into vehicle travel. As my knees <laughs> slowly give out on me as I get older, I can't hike as much, but it, you know, the, um, I keep the uh, what's the cooking? You know your little the MSR or whatever. Yeah, your little pots and pans. You know I don't mm-hmm. have the cool guy uh, skillet and stuff like that. And but I throw that in there because I like to keep as light as possible in my vehicle. And that's where like the jet boils come into place. Yeah. You know they're really Eric still uses his, but he it's literally it. just hot water. 
Yeah. It's just for, yeah, boiling or if you're Oatmeal. soups and coffees and stuff like that. And, you know, you can Freeze do a dried. lot of stuff on it. Yeah, but for... It's still pretty versatile. For the, the average guy, that's that's enough. Like, they'll do, you doesn't know... doesn't take up a lot of room. You don't have to have a, uh, what, 1969? Yeah, uh, 79? <laughs> 79, 79 bro. My bad. Wrong decade. 413G. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't have to have that in your truck if you can't fit it. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's also great. I mean, I'm, I'm glad we're talking about it because Jet Boil, I've always considered one, but there's a couple of reasons why I wouldn't, but... Um, it's great as a backup too. I was just gonna say that, yeah. Because you if you're main that on hand, I always have redundancy for cooking. Any room at all? Yeah, yeah. That's it's my it's my secondary setup mm-hmm. as well. It always runs in my rig. If I take everything out of my truck bed for whatever reason, I will always have a jet boil with some sort of freeze dried meal inside inside behind my back seat actually. Mm. So it's always ready to rock and roll, and it just works. Yeah. But they are really expensive. But it's a piece of piece of gear that i would buy over and over and over again yeah but i mean it was a trend back in the day when i started when i first started getting into uh uh into into the outdoors back in 20 what is that 2010 ish 2014 yeah but yeah some trends are here to stay and i think a rooftop tent for me is i'm glad you love it i think it's here to stay i I have a trend i would like to uh, bring yeah bring it up so if you've ever noticed, I don't know if you follow our Instagrams, but you might notice these big black antennas that come up oh. off the roof of our <laughs> trucks. At least me and uh, Patrick's trucks. Yeah. And, uh, ET you, phone Jeff, home. Yeah. People, that's like I, one of the number one questions I get from people. Like, what is that antenna thing? Or is it worth it? Yeah, that's the second question I get yeah. from people if after I tell the them middle, what it is. Yeah. Is that worth it? Uh, yeah. Okay. I... <laughs> I will, what is this? I will. Uh, it, it well, the product is called the Wee Boost. The Wee Boost. Yeah. And what yeah. does it do? It's Tell a them. cell phone booster. Okay, people. It's not. You're not. Ma- it's not this magical box that will automatically give you cell service or Wi-Fi anywhere. Yeah. It's a booster. Yeah. Just I'll, to be clear. The way that I explain it to people is, it's like catching rain. You can mm. either put your coffee cup outside your house when it's raining and try to catch as much rain as you can, or what you can do is get the Wee Boost, which is essentially a tarp. And that tarp is angled Funnel. towards your mm. yeah your towards your coffee cup, yeah, and it'll it it'll it'll catch it a lot faster, and mm-hmm. it'll catch more of it. Um, but if it's not raining, you 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 ain't getting nothing. Yeah. So that beer, yeah. <clears throat> I have the newest version of it, and it cost mm-hmm. me six hundred dollars. Yeah, I paid about five hundred for mine, and apparently I just had like some stupid money around. <laughs> I had like a hole burn in my <laughs> you know in my pocket, and no. I it was. <sighs> It, it it's worked when it's when it works it's great yeah it's like game changer but it doesn't it, work there's a lot often. of little tricks yeah. you have to do too like no. you have to like turn off uh, airplane, yeah, airplane mode, mode put it back on yeah, it'll connect it, and boost within, you know super like you were able to use it quite yeah i was gonna tell that story <laughs> yeah. so you want me to tell this one no but, we'll tell it on a different day but uh, okay. we'll, we'll, we'll talk about the gear for right now okay um like that i i've the, the my big thing about WeBoost is I become so dependent on it. I get upset when it doesn't work. Yeah, I'm a little disappointed sometimes. Yeah. I'm like, why do I not have service right now? Yeah, versus <laughs> versus the time where where it does work because like I have mine running twenty four seven. Yeah, as soon as I hit a trail, I'll turn it on, a just so I can keep my music playing in a sense. You know, if I want to like be able to pull a signal off my phone for Spotify or something like that. And yeah, it's just literally on until I'm off the trail headed home. Yeah. But what makes it such a trend is it, it looks so different than anything that's on a typical, on a typical vehicle. Like it's this 
audacious looking antenna. Yeah. It's literally a skinny antenna with this huge, like imagine like big. a, a toilet, <laughs> like a, a paper towel roll center. Yeah, uh, it's about that just, big around. Yeah, just it's painted black. Conference. Yeah, yeah it's just stuck on top of like a CB antenna. Yeah, in, you know, high just check our Instagram. You'll see them. They're all like <laughs> yeah, pretty yeah, much they're everywhere. On there. We'll post a picture of us with them on there. Yeah, but, but they generate a lot of interest, and it's just a lot of money. Just but, for and like my my idea was, I bought one after uh, my daughter and I were uh, snow camping solo, and a I, so I don't want to take this away from like. If you can get a, a Garmin, you know, um, yeah, an in reach, yeah, that's the way to go. But at the same time, that's specifically for you can make a call out if you have to, yeah. stuff like that. And it's a monthly subscription, and they're great for what they do. Not cheap either. But I got this a so if I'm in a little slightly more remote areas, I do I can have that cell service possibly and get a, a call out if need be. Yeah, which is nice to have. Also being parent having to bring kids with you sometimes i'm trying to set up camp and trying to make dinner and trying to do all these things and entertain an eight-year-old at the same time can be difficult if i can maybe throw on a movie or something YouTube like that or I, whatever. I bring out a tablet bring on youtube and they can chill out for a minute while i'm doing my thing if i can get that extra little boost of wi-fi signal it's kind of nice to have as well like i've we've been like cold nights where we're jumping into that tent super early and we could put on disney plus yeah, in the on my of, tablet in the, middle of nowhere. in the middle of nowhere, and I mean, yeah, okay, I'm getting away from the idea of camping and wilderness, and I, I need my Wi-Fi. I sound terrible. I hate myself right now. That's why I don't have one. <laughs> it, it's, a, it's a tool, just like anything else. But it's like, yeah, you got to treat it as a tool, and unfortunately, it's a super expensive tool, probably unnecessary. Yeah, Jared's actually the reason why I bought mine. I, I'm sorry. Yeah, because I saw <laughs> he his, did. He asked me. Yeah. I think that's one of the questions we when one we first very met. Like, first what's question. that antenna yeah. up there, bro? I was like, hey man, what's, <laughs> that, what's that, that antenna? I'm like, is it? He's but like, oh, it's a cell phone. In my own defense, I think I told you. <laughs> yeah, he legit <laughs> told me you could spend five hundred dollars better oh. elsewhere for your truck. Absolutely. Yeah. If you got five hundred dollars and everything else is already done on your truck and you need to spend it on something, sure, why yeah. not? But it's fun I, I, can, I can tell you what, like now that I have that thing, I've been so reliant on it because I'm big into social media it helps and a lot. Uh, I, I roll solo a lot. So if, even if I need to tell you guys, Hey, this is where camp is, I'll drop you a pin and then there you go. I can send that out. We've had guys come up to us on a trail before and they were, couldn't figure out their trail map. Remember when we were up, uh, yeah, through Big Bear and they couldn't get signal on there. They're trying to figure out where they wanted to go. I'm like, Hey, come over here, stand by this. He was able to bring it up on his phone figure out where they need to go, and then venture on. Yeah. So, I mean... It's, it's, it's like a it's, safety it's, device. Yeah. It's, a, it's like a little bonus. However you want to justify it, whatever your use is... I wish they were cheaper. It, it does <laughs> a job, and it does it some... It does it okay when it works. Yeah. But when it works, you are so thankful that it, it does. It, it works 100% of the time, 60% of the time. Yeah. It's guaranteed. Guaranteed, <laughs> guaranteed to work 60%. Yeah. <laughs> <to work. laughs> um, but yeah, uh, we'll let we'll let Ben tell his story. We're in the yeah. middle of Anza Borrego. Uh, oh, okay. Here yeah. we go. Here we go. And uh, somebody needed to to do it. It was a time sensitive <laughs> phone call. Time sensitive was. Yes. And uh, there was one. It was one of my first memories of Ben going getting. <laughs> and and you know I got I got to Patrick's uh, credit. I'm surprised he still camps with me after this. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the short story is this: we were out in Anza Borrego, and I needed to make a time sensitive phone call, as he had mentioned. And um, I didn't really have great signal, so I stepped in next to his WeBoost. Well, 
the conversation had to do with customer service in my cell phone company. <laughs> and I'm sitting here Perfect. doing this in front of everybody. Now, the funny thing is, is they always give me a hard time about taking so long to break down camp and everything else. That's because I was on hold with customer service. So <laughs> I was able to make the call. I did get what I needed done. Um, I was able to call my wife after so she can do the follow-ups and everything. But uh, it did come in handy. Yeah, and, it wouldn't um, have been possible. It wouldn't have been possible. And you know what? And quite frankly, it probably shouldn't have been possible because it put me in a bad mood that day. But yeah. Um, no, you started off all right. I mean, yeah. Yeah. And well, no, I finished right. Yeah, that's what I meant. I, I started start off, off a little rough movie, in the morning. Yeah. So well, yeah, you were able to make a time-sensitive phone call when you otherwise would not have been able mm-hmm. to without mm-hmm. that piece of kit. Uh-huh. And uh, no, 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 no. That's what I remember from that. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's, That's not how this is going to go yeah. down. <laughs> it was a great uh, time. It was, oh my God. I took a lot of heat for that one. Yeah. So, no, no. But yeah, it's, I mean, it's it's a trend that I think will, it'll stay on my truck until it breaks and then I'll be yeah, pissed I mean, off that now. I spent 600 yeah. bucks on it. But I, I, I see it popping up more and more now. I see I it all too. the time. All well, time. Oh, it, got it? It's just like that phenomenon where you see a certain type of car and then after you see it, you're like, oh yeah, man, yeah, that's all you yeah, see. But with WeBoost, it's like every everyone except for Ben has one in our. In Lucas our group. doesn't. Oh, Lucas no, doesn't. Right. Okay, not yet, not yet. So like, <laughs> James doesn't yet. Oh, James will if, buy one for sure. Eric doesn't. Yet. If you can, if you can <laughs> find WeBoost, James. Yeah, if you can find one person <laughs> in your group that you usually camp with who can buy yeah. one. Like, as long as one person in your yeah. your camp has one, everybody can use it. You yeah, because it's, it's not it's not carrier specific. It's yeah. not a monthly payment thing. It's just one time yeah. and you're Stand good to go. three feet of it. Yeah, yeah, it just enhances the signal of whatever your cell phone can get. So yeah, I honest. usually camp with either and, um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we you know, Patrick something. and Jared. Or even jo- what what Jeff, sucks is sometimes Jeff. mine works and sometimes yours yeah, works. Yeah, so and weird. Like, yeah, like we can get a signal off of yours or, yeah, not mine or vice we versa. We need to figure out the whole repeater piece. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, it's a you know it's a cool piece of kit, but it is it is pretty trendy. Yeah, uh, it's a lot a lot of money. I wouldn't. I would recommend, recom- Yeah, I would say I would recommend like if you're trying to go out, if you're trying to use it for something like you're going out way out into nowhere land and you're not going to have s- signal, go with the Garmin Inreach. Yeah, that's way more bang for your buck for emergency situations where yeah. you're like, okay, we're broken down, we can't get out, I got to get something out. No water, food, yeah, yeah. something. Emergency situations, Garmin in reach, a hundred percent. I would. There's there's other options too, not necessarily Garmin. You know, other companies and brands make uh, another type. I can't remember the names of them at the yeah. minute. But there's yeah. a there's a bunch of different. Uh, yeah. I would go with something like Epurbs, emergency yeah. personal personal locator beacons. Yeah, go with something like that over this. That's not what yeah. this is for. Yeah, it what uh, one it's of a the luxury. big one of the big markets for the WeBoost is for RVs and on the over the road truckers. Like yeah, truckers. That's, that's where they started out yeah. primarily, and then RVs and now you know Overlanders are. Well, we're on the road a long period yeah. of time. And Let it, me get it, one. It it works. Yeah, and that's what's yeah, great about. House. <laughs> yeah, that's what's great about like uh, we mentioned backpacking, and we mentioned um, we mentioned military gear, and we mentioned you know now mm-hmm. over the road and RVing and van life. Like overlanding can be so awesome if you just know what products are in different um, like different categories or different other hobbies. Mm-hmm. Because guess what? They we can all we too. can all benefit from it. Yeah. And, uh, and a lot of times you can, yeah, yeah, you, time you can yeah. find something like we mentioned this overland tax. So something could have you know is labeled as for overlanding, but you can find that exact same product probably somewhere else. Sometimes that's mm-hmm. not marketed to over, overlanding, and it will be a significantly 
Perfect, yeah, perfect example. I was in Walmart today, oh. and they had these mats, like these beach mats. I love Walmart. And then they had like this RV camping mat, and they had the same dimensions, same material, different logos and design, but essentially the same product. Mm-hmm. It was twice the price in the camping area. Of course, because yep, of course. it's focused towards a yeah. specific yeah. group of people versus, was, yeah. you know, the guy. That's what people are spending money on right now because they're, you know. Yeah, pretty popular. Yeah, so I mean, if you can, I mean, even like I don't want to get into like fridges and stuff because that's a whole other deal. Yeah, I don't a... own a fridge, so I don't, I can't speak on it. But there, you can range from thousands of dollars to hundreds of dollars, and it's I don't know where to even begin with that. So yeah. I will drop off of that conversation. So we're running a little <clears throat> bit long here today. So yeah, we'll I'll, save that. I'll, I'll throw some throw some closing kind of statements in. Is when it comes to trends and stuff in 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 our particular. Um, our particular hobby and our particular way of life, it's really important that you, a, you do your own research and B like if you yeah, don't take, I mean, don't take our word for it. Don't take anybody uh, do your own research. Yeah, exactly. And this is a form of research. If you're listening to this yeah, podcast, yeah, it is, but... Um, but yeah, we're, we're just going to be straight out. And there's, there's a lot of BS out there. A lot of people who are sell, just selling stuff because they either, they got it for free or it's part of a contract or they have it part of a deal or something like that. But there's so much stuff in other avenues that you can repurpose mm-hmm. into overlanding that'll do the same job. You know what I mean? Whether it's backpacking, whether it's old military gear or new military gear, whether it's a uh, something a different product in. Yeah, a lot of yeah. my a lot of my <laughs> build is off of you know no name brand like either homemade. Or you can yeah, yeah make it yourself a yeah. lot of time if you have the ability or yeah yeah YouTube's a great place for research mm-hmm. too because there's people coming up with creative yeah, ideas all the time a lot of people doing their own thing yeah and and that's that's also a trend too speaking of yeah, yeah speaking yeah, of trends but hey it's an it's an education tool and <clears throat> people are they're gonna go deeper into their hobbies and they're going to try to spread that. There's some genuine people out there. There really are some genuine people out there. Oh yeah. yeah. But for every one genuine person there is, there's 10 more Instagrammers or YouTubers, um, who are making a buck off of it and making a buck off of making you the sucker. Yeah. Um, paying full price and I've done it, man. It, and it sucks, dude. Yeah. Buy into it. Yeah. Yeah. It absolutely sucks. Yeah, Um, definitely. Just be smart. And I know you guys work hard for your money just like we do. So, just we'll take, take our bumps and bruises along yeah, the way. Take everything that we say with a grain of salt because once again, like we mentioned earlier in the podcast, it's about you guys like figuring out what works for you. Yeah, we're and all different. Just because we like a certain style or product or whatever doesn't necessarily mean that's going to work for you. So. And yeah. so, so I was going to kind of say, kind of dovetail off what you're saying about the education, do your own research, do all these things. That's why we go to Riggs and Brews. You know, that's how we started this conversation. Like you're yeah. literally going out, checking out the vendors, seeing what the trends are, seeing what people are using, what works for them, talking just to, to the get people. ideas. Yeah. You know, not necessarily out there like to buy the latest and greatest product, but like, oh, that's innovation. That's where you find innovation. Exactly. You know, yeah. people like, you know, they just designed this product and they want to show it to people. So that's a great way to see it. Yeah. Go to the meetups, go talk to people, go hang out. It's a great um, way to support a lot of the, uh, support your local business. Yeah. 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 And there is, like, I talked about it in, I think, podcast episode two or something like that, is the normalization curve. Is, you know, the majority of people, if they're all running one thing, they're running it for a reason. I think I was talking about recovery boards, mm. you know. Um, like, yes, to to some extent, there's going to be some overinflation when it comes to uh, certain items because of because of trends, but 
people will follow trends if they work. And there's going to be competition in those trends via different companies. Competition yeah, is good. Yeah, for example, Max Tracks, Roto Tracks, uh, Go Treads, um, like just to name a handful yeah. off the top of my head, uh, or ARB or ARB yeah. boards. Or there's going to be good, better, best, you know, mediocre, and, and gets the job done. Capitalism. Yeah, <laughs> you know, that, I mean, that competition is going to do us great. With a great idea. It's going to cost us a lot in the beginning, but then once other people it catch iterates, on, yeah, yeah, then yeah competition build, breeds, you yeah, know, innovation, lower prices and innovation. They push it and strive to be better, you know, yeah, yeah. But when it comes to gear and trends, it's important that you research. Hey, the differences between them and what, it, even if you need it for your system. So, for mm. example, with the WeBoost, like you might be like, I don't need internet as I, I don't do social media. I don't when I'm in camp, I go out there to just like disconnect day trips or yeah. yeah. Whatever the situation never is. Never go that far, yeah. Yeah, like, I, if I could go back in time, I might not buy a WeBoost as, as when mm. I did. That's that's kind of one of the things. But I'm glad you did. Yeah. Yeah, save your butt. But, yeah, just take what we say with a grain of salt. And, of course, just use this as a way to base your future decisions uh, if you want to. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I wish I would have had... Jer- another Jared telling me, hey, you might not want to buy a Weeboost. <laughs> <laughs> or you could have just looked at me and been like, Ben's not buying one. Yeah. <laughs> but you, you did buy a shift pod. So. Yeah, you did buy a shift pod. So. <laughs> oh, you, you, you fell into that see. trend. You haters, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see. What, I, was, I can't remember who I was talking to. Uh, we got to do a wife swap where we check out Whoa. each other's tents. Not oh, like actual, okay. not actual wives. Well, I'm not married, you mean, so. Like, like <laughs> we, Ben's like, time no. out, I'm the only one no, married no, here. Not, e- not even just tents, we switch rigs. I'll do that one. Yeah, because oh, okay. yeah, that'd be cool to see a... I'll like let a you different... drive my 25-year-old beat up Russ. <laughs> no, let me, I'll, I'll borrow your Gen 3, no problem, <laughs> Russ. Yeah, but it'd be cool to just be able to see that and like... It, it no, would... yeah, it, yeah, experience the, uh, the other side. Yeah, and if you guys are interested in seeing that, just let me know or let us know via Instagram, YouTube, or not YouTube. That would be yeah, interesting. Instagram, a day Facebook. in the life of, like, I'll switch with Ben. So, like, so here's yeah, the trend. Oh, remember the very first trend oh, we no. talked about? And I got to sleep on the ground. Retro? <laughs> do you remember that? Yes, retro. Uh, See, that's why Patrick wants to do it because he's got a third gen Tacoma. He wants my first gen. No, he wants your 96 uh, dis- no. Discovery. <laughs> Fuck that. No way. I don't want any of that. This guy like complaining about his heated seats the other day. Yeah, my mm-hmm. seats are too yeah. hot. Yeah. Heated seats. Oh, my, my heated seats are too no, hot right now. I want the experience. <laughs> That's what I want. But, I got plenty of experience over there, dude. <laughs> but yeah, guys, Daisy the dog is getting a little oh, antsy here. We wake she's, her up yeah, from she's her getting crazy. Um, but yeah, I think I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. Do you guys have anything you want to plug before we end it? No, uh, well, I think we plugged quite yeah, a few companies today. I think we gave but, everybody a little love, but yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, like you said, there's a lot of good companies out there. You got some Patrick, that you would like to plug? No, never. Uh, yeah. Check us out on on Facebook. Uh, Average Overlanders. Yeah, the Average Overlanders Instagram. We don't have a YouTube yet, but we're it's we're it's on the way. On it. We're working on it. Um, Podbean, Apple Podcasts, make sure you drop us mm-hmm. a rating because yeah. that really helps. helps us. Yeah. yeah, it helps us a ton. Uh, we're not quite sure how, but yeah. it does help us a lot. We do. That's what I do it's, for it's a living. An, it's analytics. It, it, it you good. know, algorithms and stuff like that. We're pretty but, uh, average with that as well. <laughs> yeah. We're just a couple of guys who are just trying to, you know, spread the good news about, about overlanding and hopefully teach you guys some lessons. But yeah, I don't have anything I want to plug. No, no. I'm happy. All right. Just Al Pastor Overland. That's oh, all. I mean, every yeah, time. That yeah. one in. <laughs> Overland. Yeah. Time to discover. That's yeah. Jared's. Ex- ex- 
Pat. Yeah, that's my personal. Ex-Pat Sab. Yeah, ex. I always tag it, but nobody ever goes there. Yeah. Uh, It's my personal page. (laughs) It's not a a rig page. Hey, Um, uh, since we're plugging things, the average Overlander's uh, Instagram page, uh, we got to be posting some of those pictures. Oh, yeah, definitely. We owe them from the last episode. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we'll, this we'll one's this one's it's been a busy gonna, week for yeah, us. Yeah, this probably this is this isn't going to post as uh, quickly as the other one did. Yeah, we'll um, but that's just because we don't want to get you guys too uh, too used to a uh, you know a quick schedule or overwhelmed. Yeah, we're not yeah. always that uh, on top of it. Overland, yeah. not overwhelmed. Yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But anyways, guys, I just wanted to say thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening, and uh, stay safe on the trail. Absolutely. There you go. Oh, Daisy dog. Daisy's resting her head on my knee. Well, have a good night, guys. Good night. Yeah. Bye, y'all. Bye.